Hello everyone, happy Monday and welcome back to the Rise of a Goddess podcast. My name is Carmen and I am your host. If you were new here, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. I truly do hope that you enjoy today's episode, but most of all, I hope that it inspires you to become a part of our goddess community. If you are a returning listener, as I say each week, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. You truly do not understand how much I appreciate each and every one of you goddesses that are listening who share your ideas and your experiences and who provide me with ideas for future episodes. It means so much to be able to be in a community where we are all desiring one thing and that is to be our authentic selves and to rise to our fullest potential. And it's with the help of each and every one of you that this platform is being listened to and shared to other goddesses out in the world. And it is something that has become a center of my universe. I love hearing women who have listened to the podcast and have said that it has inspired them to do the inner work, to actually sit with themselves and see where are their areas in their lives that they are not truly embodying their highest potential, where they are not truly displaying their goddess power, their goddess nature. So thank you so much for returning and for also sharing the the podcast or the Instagram page with your friends, because it's with the help of one another that we are all going to be able to live up to our highest potential. This week's episode was inspired by several conversations that I have had with goddesses on the platform, on the Instagram platform, or via WhatsApp. Some of you have connected with me and have exchanged WhatsApp numbers where we can have great conversations that are a little more fluid. Um, Unfortunately, Instagram still has that one minute counter, so it makes it a little difficult to be able to carry on conversations that aren't cut off and we're like what happened like where did I leave off what did it cut off and then you have to go back and listen but um the this week's episode was inspired by conversations that I have had with goddesses with regards to how they communicate in the world some of the conversations were straight out questions like I always feel like I'm being very aggressive when I speak to a loved one or a coworker or a friend or a family member. And some of the conversations were conversations in which you shared an interaction that you've had and you were upset and annoyed by the interaction that you had with whoever it was, a loved one or a friend. And you wanted to hear my thoughts on how it transpired and what could you have done to make it better. Now, this is an area that I absolutely adore. 
Um, because as you know, when I went to college, I initially went in thinking that I wanted to get into social work. And social issues is something that is near and dear to my heart, especially when I was younger and I would see so many very sad stories. I wanted to get into the work of social work. And luckily for me, I was able to have an internship at a child protective services my second semester in college. And I discovered that that wasn't essentially what I wanted to do. Um, It takes a very special kind of person to take on a job like that where there is so much hurt and sometimes injustices because with Child Protective Services, as we know, there are many times where the system gets it wrong or the system allows someone to fall under the cracks. So I basically understood at that very young age and during that internship that that wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. For me, I always knew that whatever I wanted to get into had to do with being able to fully understand one, how the mind works and two, how we can better communicate with one another. So that led me to a major in communications, interpersonal group communication to be exact, and almost a double major. I was short by six credits in psychology. So this type of conversation that I had with the goddesses was entirely right up my alley and something that I enjoy doing. I enjoy being able to dissect and clearly show where sometimes when the way we communicate can go wrong. So the conversations that I had were very similar to one that I had with my sister several times with regards to communicating with my mom. And that is being responsive or being reactive when you communicate. So my sister made a statement to me once. We were talking about in a situation with my mom, whatever it was um, at the time. And what we were discussing was how when she communicates with my mom, she and my mom get into an argument or my mom doesn't fully understand her or becomes reactive to her. And then she said, but what's funny is you can convey the same exact conversation with her and she doesn't flip a lid. And I said, well, it's all in the approach. It's in the approach, it's in the delivery, it's in the tone, but it's also in the way you respond or react to what she's telling you. The same conversation was had with a couple of goddesses. One goddess was stating that she was communicating with a loved one and it immediately reminded her of how she had the same sort of communications with her father and that all men are the same. And, you know, it's 
I knew this was going to happen. All men are the same. And I basically said, wait, are you bringing in prior memories or trauma into your existence with your loved one? Because obviously if you do that, it is going to go downhill and it's not going to be a great use of a interaction because obviously you are judging this person based on how that person treated you. And then another goddess spoke about how she she always feels as though people do not understand her because their thoughts are always different than her own and she has to argue her point. And in that case, I basically said, well, are you arguing your point in order for the person to understand you? Or are you arguing your point in order to change the person's mind? And I remember she sat with it for a while and she says, you know, I never thought of it that way. I am arguing as a way to change the person's mind. And I said, well, is that really fair? Is that really a proper use of a communication, of an interaction? And she sat with it and she did come back and say, you know what? I, n- I was never aware of the reason why I was always in confrontations with individuals when we were discussing issues. And now I notice that it's because I always want to change their minds and not really respect that we have differences in opinion. So I ask all of you, do you know what your communication style is? Are you a reactive communicator or are you a responsive communicator? What does it mean to be a reactive communicator? A reactive communicator has an intense desire to act quickly without giving much thought or consideration to what is being said. A responsive communicator is giving careful consideration to what is being said. And if they're not clear on something, they have the ability to ask for clarification. A reactive communicator is driven primarily by emotions and oftentimes by prior trauma. A responsive communicator is coming from a place of thought and is most often than not empathetic. When we are operating as a reactive communicator, we are operating primarily out of our emotions. We are allowing triggers to spark feelings of anger or threat. You react as a way to make the other person feel how you feel at the moment. When we operate from a responsive nature, We are acknowledging and respecting that others have different thoughts, feelings, and interpretations of ideas independent from our own. More importantly, we are aware that because someone else doesn't agree with us, 
it doesn't mean that they are attacking our beliefs. The two of you can amicably have differences in opinions and ways of handling situations, and you respect that. What you try to do is come to a conclusion together instead of trying to aggressively change the mind of the other person to yours in an unfair manner. A big surprise to many reactive communicators that they are likely not aware of is that they primarily operate in this manner because they need constant validation. They oftentimes feel that if this person is not in agreement with me, if this person is thinking in a different manner, then they are against me. Then they are not on my side. They are not on my team. And that can be very exhausting when you're communicating with individuals who are trying to get their point across to you in a respectful manner because it seems as though they are going into a conversation or situation already with their guard up that you're going to attack them. When you operate from reactiveness, it leads to aggression, aggressive thought patterns, speech patterns, insults, When you communicate from responsiveness, it's led by peace. Let us come to a happy medium. Or if a truth cannot be made, you respect that the two of you do not have the same opinions and respect the other person for stating their point and agree that you're going to disagree. Because being a reactive communicator is primarily driven by emotions, it's important to be able to control these emotions because in the long run, it helps us retain our power. It also helps us to retain valuable relationships. I'm pretty certain that most individuals who respond in a reactive manner, they feel depleted afterwards. And that's because they just gave all this energy into being on defense and reactive. And they didn't accomplish anything. If anything, they left the situation with more turmoil and emotions regarding whatever topic it was you were speaking about. The reactiveness causes even more drama for the person who perpetuated it because it may sever some ties that they had to these individuals that were important to them. But because after a while, some people do become very exhausted with having to communicate with someone that's so reactive all the time, 
they decide that it's better to heed to the side of caution and go to the level of peace and walk away from the reactive communicator. When you work on becoming a responsive communicator, it allows you to gather the facts, to see things for what they are, to check in with yourself, to dissect your full understanding of the situation. A very important tip on becoming a responsive listener is taking pause, not being so quick to shoot at an answer, but thinking for a couple of seconds before you respond. The pause allows us to decide and choose what our clear intention is and what our next move is going to be. It also allows us to think how we are going to formulate our response in a respectful manner, a manner in which it respects the other person and yourself. Because reactive communicators are operating from a place of emotions, it's important for you to sit down with yourself and think, what is it that's triggering these sort of interactions or these responses? More often than not, it has to do with some sort of trauma that you've dealt with, whether it be in your childhood or whether it be with a partner or being traumatically abused by people in higher positions of power, whether it be a teacher or a boss at work. Or it could also be simply that you were bullied when you were younger and you are in constant flight or fight mode. When this happens, our bodies are in high alert at all times. And when you're going into a conversation in which you have to talk about something that is difficult, you heighten that level of defense. Oftentimes you go into the conversation or the interaction with these four bright red alarms. I'm either going to be rejected, betrayed, abandoned, or be dealt a level of injustice. So what's important for us to do if we find ourselves in the position that, wow, I am a normally a reactive communicator, is sit down with yourself and think, what is it that makes me this way? What has happened in my past that takes me there? Each and every time I have a conversation with an adult regarding things that may have differences in opinions. It's not easy because we typically especially if we were not aware of our actions or that this was a default mechanism, we more often than not 
find it difficult to change or to get to the point where we're able to harness our emotions. But it's such an important aspect of communicating, of being able to be a person who can have an emotionally intelligent conversation or discussion or dispute with someone and come out of it feeling fulfilled. And it takes discipline. I mean, there's no way around it. Discipline is the only way we can effectively change our lives for the better. There's a quote, it says, suffer the pain of discipline or suffer the pain of regret. So we have to ask ourselves, do we want to continue on this path or do we want to level up? If you find yourself in a conversation in which you feel that your emotions are going into overdrive and you're trying to discipline yourself to not be reactive, you can simply tell the person, you know what, right now I'm a bit in my feelings with this discussion that we're having and I'd like to revisit it when I have been able to calm down because I don't want to react in a way that you feel that it's disrespectful to you, but more importantly, disrespectful to myself. Sometimes silence is golden. But what I think is a golden rule with dealing with reactive communicators or if you are a reactive communicator is to remember that not everything you hear requires a reaction. Not everything that you encounter requires a response. And I will say that more often than not, when you are on your journey to becoming your more authentic, higher self, when you're leveling up, You may even encounter individuals who will purposely try to trigger you because for whatever reason, they are not happy with you becoming a bigger and better person. For whatever reason, they feel threatened by your growth and they depend on your reactiveness, you being emotional, to make them feel mature. So take that little moment to have that pause because it will be able to disclose to you what is happening in the conversation in front of you because you as a reactive listener could be dealing with another reactive listener or someone who is really trying to take you out of your element. Keep in mind that the way we respond determines whether we are retaining our power or giving it away. What do you think? Are you a reactive listener or communicator? 
Or are you a responsive listener or communicator? Now, I would like to invite you all to share your thoughts. Are you someone who was once a reactive listener and are now a responsive one? What are some tricks that you did in order to change your communication style? Have you recently discovered that you are a reactive communicator? Do you know why? Do you know what your triggers are? If you can kindly hop on over to the Rise of a Goddess podcast Instagram page and let us know how you have discovered that you are reactive and what are some things that you feel that you're going to do in order to become more of a responsive communicator. I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to share with the community your tips and tricks. And I hope that you all enjoyed this week's episode of the Rise of a Goddess podcast. I hope all of you have an amazing week and I'll see you next Monday for a brand new episode. Bye.